Good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Jack Wilson of the Piatus Baptist Church, and this is, yeah, I think you have heard that children are the future of our country. And that's true. Some children are the future to repair it, and some are the children of the future to destroy it. And how do we fix that problem? How do children grow up to be who they're supposed to be? They're very interesting. In my home, my children are conservatives. Why? Because they've heard the conservative viewpoint. Uh, they've seen both viewpoints, and they realize that that is the right viewpoint. But in a home where the people are liberals, they will become maybe liberals. That's not a good thing. So what's the Bible say about this? In Proverbs 22:16, and you've heard this over and over, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Let's speak about training children. The person who wrote this song had many children, yet only one was famous as to continuing the faith, and that one wore out in the end. Yes, Solomon collected wives and horses, raised children worse than him, yet it started with David raising children. But let's take a look at this. There's a couple of ways to raise your children. Number one is instruction. Deuteronomy 6, 6 says, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. 6-7 says, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest in thy way, and when thou liest down, and when thou raisest up. How should you instruct your children? You should instruct them in the laws and the ways of the Lord. How often? always. You ever sit at home and call your child over to teach them something about God? I do that. I do that all the time. Or if I see something on TV, I'll ask them, why do you think that's wrong or right? Or what's your opinion on that? Or what does God's word say about that? See, if you don't do something like that, your children will never be thinkers. They'll watch these shows and they'll think bad is good and good is bad. When you're walking with your child, are you talking to them about the Lord? About how to serve? About how to act? This is a good thing. This is a wonderful thing. When, it, when it's time to lie down, do you whisper words of God into their ears so they can go to sleep with God on their mind? I bet not in most cases. I bet David didn't do it. I think when he was with Bathsheba and was ignoring God completely, I think there was time when he felt so sinful he did not talk to his children fearing it would make him more of a hypocrite. I bet there were times he was so busy doing things he had no time in his mind to train up his children in his mind, not actual time. 
he had plenty of time. Solomon was the closest to him, but the others tried to kill him. Ammon lied with his sister. Absalom, no, 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 sorry. Absalom had Ammon killed and even tried to kill his father. And on and on. David had a dysfunctional family. How about Solomon? Solomon's son was meaner than Solomon. Rehoboam said, For where is my father put a heavy yoke upon you? I will put more to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. And I could go on and on about leaders and their children. We learned the first thing that was to instruct and instruct constantly. But maybe the first thing to mirror mirror the likeness and actions of a godly person so that your children will see and mirror you. <coughs> Excuse me. The idea is that you children will do what you, they see, not what you do. Children do not go normally to your mouth unless your actions back up your mouth. They won't listen to your mouth. They'll ignore your mouth. Had a daughter. Oh, I still do. And I used to smoke all the time. Three packs a day. I, I think I've told you that a few times. And I used to tell my daughter, don't you dare smoke. It's no good for you. It could kill you. It's horrible. Imagine that. All the while, I'm puffing cigarettes. One day, my daughter came to me and said, Daddy, when I grow up, I'm going to smoke just like you. Wow. Stab me in the heart. So we need to be the people God wants us to be. And if not, we will be punished. Look at all David went through. So when your child sees that you are always punished and you tell them how good God is, they may think there really is no God because my parents are always in bad shape. Just like the Jews were taught to obey God. And the world will see their blessings and want also to know God. The way we serve God will also be the example to our children to see how we should behave and be blessed. The next thing we should do is speak well of Christians and our leaders. When you go home at the church and you complain about the sermon or complain about the pastor or complain about another member, the children hear this and it tells them you are going to place that you're going to a place that is no good and they will grow up to reject God and his church. Remember, children basically do what you do. If you beat your children, they will beat their children. If you yell all the time, they will yell all the time. If you abuse your spouse, they will do the same. You are the model for which they grow and understand life. After marrying my wife, we had things that were not right, and I had to explain 
that these are things you grow up with and you need to take a look at what they are and if God really wants you to act like this. In your family, if your mom was the boss, you will look for a busy, bossy woman. If your father was weak, you will be weak. Look to God for your references. No longer let the things of your past guide your action or your same actions will pass to your children. Take on the grace and mercy and love of God and train up your children and in the end they will not depart from it. How do you think children uh, are born or, or how they act when they're first born? You may, uh, yeah, here's one. Your baby cries at night. There's no reason for it. They are fed, they are changed, they are comfortable. Everything points to the baby being fine. Do you, one, go in and pick up that baby and start walking with them until he or she stops crying? Or two, leave that baby to sit there and cry? Now you might say, oh, it's so cruel to leave the baby sit there and cry. But what you're saying, it's cruel for you. It's more cruel for you to let the baby sit up and cry than to stay awake and shake that baby, you know, walk with that baby, whatever, to try to get it to stop. The truth of the matter is the baby is training you. When the baby wakes up, says, I want some action, let's start crying. When I start crying, my parents come in, I get the action. Then when I'm tired, I go back to sleep again. Instead, if you let the baby cry, the baby will cry, say, this is not doing any good. I'm getting tired again. I'm going back to sleep. Boom. After a while, when the baby wakes up in the night, sees it's dark, it will still continue to go to sleep. That's how you train a child. You have a child, he's in a, or she's in a, uh, a, uh, what do you call it, high chair and you have a cup of milk in front of him and all of a sudden by accident, involuntary arm swing, the cup goes on the floor, milk all over the place the mother grabs her hair, starts pulling on her hair not the baby's hair her own hair and uh, grabs, a, grabs a rag and starts wiping up the floor and looking all excited and the baby says to himself this is excitement. I can do this again. So next time you give the baby a cup of milk, bloom, and knock it on the floor. They want that action to be repeated. How do you fix that? The first time the baby accidentally knocks it on the floor, you grab the hand of the baby and you slap it. Now, you don't slap it to break the little bones in the hand. As a matter of fact, you're not even slapping it to hurt it. You're slapping it to make them know that what happened was no good. Next time when the milk is there, the baby's very careful not to spill that milk. You don't believe me? Try it. It works. So then what happens? The baby's growing up, starts to walk. Now in my house, we had knickknacks all over the place. And I've seen people put away all their knickknacks and 
baby-proof closets and doors and toilet seats and everything. You know what we did? We whirlproofed our baby. In other words, if the baby went to touch a knick-knack, we tap its hand. Don't do that. That's no good. That's not yours. And as we did that, eh, may it took a couple of weeks, maybe a month, the baby was trained. The baby no longer touched things that did not belong to it. You don't believe it? Try it. It's a wonderful thing to be able to teach your child what's right and what's wrong. And when they do right, pick them up and hug them and kiss them and love them. Tell them how good they are. And when they become small children, the same thing. We have a... We've always had a punishment and rewards type of thing. And, and some punishment is not really punishment. But it's like, say you take a test and you get a hundred in a test. Oh, they put a star on your paper. Why? That is very good. And what if you fail? They give you a, a sad face on your paper. Now you're a little kid. But that means a lot to you as a little kid. And that motivates you to do better the next time because you want one of those stars or you want one of those smiley faces. We live in a competitive society and we need to be the people that compete. In some grades today, they give everybody a certificate of just being there. Hey, you have the certificate, you breathe today. What? How ridiculous can that be? So your children grow up to feel they deserve something even when they don't do it. Come on. Baseball games being played where nobody wins just to play the game? What kind of stupidness is that? And yet they do it. As your children are growing up, you need to spend time with them. Every single day, you need to spend time with them. If you're a man going off to work, when you come home, sit down with your kids, grab them, hug them, ask them what happened that day, ask them how they're doing in school, let them show you your schoolwork, let them show you their projects. Even if you're bored with some of this stuff, you act interested because these kids need your appreciation and they need your approval. Once they get your approval for good things, for doing good things, they continue because they love to get the approval. If you ignore them, they have no interest in all in what they're doing. None. Doesn't matter to you, it doesn't matter to them. You see, fathers and, and mothers, but mostly fathers, fathers are an example of God to us. God to the adults. Imagine if God never paid attention to you. You turn out to be nothing. But God shows his love for us. He even died for us. So that we may be followers of him. And how do we do that? We, we emulate him. We emulate his love, his desire, his grace. Everything he's done right, we are to emulate him. We are the children of God. And so, for our children to be uh, growing up in a good fashion... They need to emulate us. If we're greedy for money and we work so much overtime so we could just put money in a bank or buy a fancy car, this is what the kids will desire. In my life, 
I don't have that. I am I'm, I'm very generous with other people. Uh, I, I always had a beat-up car. Uh, and you know what? My kids do not desire to uh, accumulate world wealth, but they desire to help others. Both my children teach other children, and, uh, and they, uh, they help them to exceed. And this is what their life is all about, helping others. This is what your children could be like, too. If you put that heart into them, you have to give them a heart that you already have. And if you don't have that heart, you need to work at having that heart. God loves you so much, and he wants to give you the whole blessed, graceful things that he can give you. But you have to be a servant to him. I know you can do that. Give it all you got. Now, want to ask me a question, want to talk to me, uh, please email me at 7101 at usa.net, 7101 at usa.net. And uh, Lord, help these people become the fathers and mothers they need to be for these children so they can grow up in that special way that they need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you all next week.